Hey there, food biz whizzes. As we wrap up this year and think about moving into 2021, it's natural that you might start thinking about your business goals and what you want to achieve in this next period. In today's quick episode, I'm talking through my process of reverse engineering your goals, ensuring that you hit them, or at the very least, come close every time. Let's get right to it. You're listening to Food Biz Whiz the weekly podcast for everyone in the packaged food industry. Join your host, Allie Ball, to learn how to launch, grow, and scale your business. You'll hear real-life examples from her time as a professional grocery buyer, interviews with CPG experts, and listen in on actual client coaching sessions. Let's get going. I am so excited to share the news that BrandCamp, my free five-day workshop for food and beverage founders, is coming back on Monday, January 11th, and registration is now open. Kick off the new year with me and set the foundations for a successful 2021 with five days of quick online trainings. I've had thousands of brands take BrandCamp in the past, and the success that you can find in less than 10 minutes a day is incredible. Register for free in the show notes or at foodbizwiz.com. See you soon in camp. Okay, my friends, whether you are listening to this at the very end of 2020 or sometime in the future, you are in the right place. While we may focus on setting new goals as the calendar year changes, you know that it's not about the date change that makes it makes it an appropriate time to revisit your goals. This episode is appropriate regardless of the time of the year or the season in your business, so keep on listening despite when you are tuning in. Before we get too deep into this episode, I'm going to tell you that I've got a super helpful, free, downloadable, and editable workbook to help you step-by-step through this process. It's linked directly in today's show notes, and it's going to walk you through everything that I outline in today's episode, and it's going to hold your hand as you work through your big business goals and your plan for achieving them. Don't miss it. So like I said, it's directly in the show notes. Okay, on to the episode. In this show, I want to talk through my process of achieving business goals, and I got to tell you with a shameless boast that I've hit a lot of my business goals. I think my listeners know by now that I'm not just sharing my business wins because I'm bragging about my success, but truly to show you that success is possible, that a lot and a lot of the winning formulas that I put into place can be replicated by you. I've spent the past seven years building a business from the ground up and completely understand what it takes to show up for yourself, to create your own accountability, and to push forward every day. It's hard. This past year was hard. There have been ups and downs in my business. And of course, (laughs) you guys just see the highlight reel, right? But overall, it has succeeded beyond what I thought was possible. And I want that for you guys as well. So for me, it starts with goal setting. And after a few years of running my business, I realized I was missing the mark on setting goals and accomplishing things in my business. So I see this a lot in our private Retail Ready student group, and the mistakes look like this. Students will post things like, hey, Retail Ready community, hey, Allie, I want to hire a PR firm. Anybody have a recommendation for me? Or maybe they'll post something like, 
who knows of a great refrigerated distributor in the Pacific Northwest? When students post things like this, I typically respond and dig a little deeper as the recommendations start rolling in. So let's use this PR question as an example. The conversation typically goes like this. Someone posts, you know, I want to hire a PR firm who has recommendations for me. And then I politely ask, okay, why do you want to hire a PR firm? (laughs) Simple enough, right? So the student might respond, so I can get more media mentions. And I would continue by asking, okay, why do you want to get more media mentions? (laughs) So here the conversation might lead the student to say that they want more media mentions in outlets where their target consumers might read, like, say, New York Times or Sunset Magazine or Martha Stewart Living. Okay, great, right? So if that's the goal, we want to make sure they're looking for recommendations for a PR firm that has success in those outlets and focuses on online media publications, right? So stay with me here. If the student says, however, that they want media mentions so they can capture the attention of wholesale buyers and land on more shelves, then we would want to make sure that they're finding a PR agent who has experience pitching to trade publications and who knows the difference, let's say, between Nosh.com and Food Dive, right? So in fact, in this conversation, I would then dig a little deeper and confirm that moving forward with finding a PR agency is the right move at this time in their business, because it might not be. (laughs) I'd press forward asking what the goal of getting in media publications that their target consumer reads is, knowing that the answer is likely that they're looking for higher sales, right? So that's all well and good, but like if the brand doesn't have their online presence dialed in or a newsletter capture and automation in place or West Coast distribution to support that Sunset Magazine mention, I would very kindly suggest that that student focus on setting up those pieces before they start working with a PR agency. Otherwise, it's just like pouring water into a bucket that is filled with holes. So I want to know I want to know, does this make sense to my listeners? Okay. So in this example, I want you to realize how important it is to ask yourself the why of making those business moves, those business goals, whether it's hiring a PR agency or picking up distribution or doing a website redesign or registering for a virtual trade show. You've got to know the why behind it and whether or not it's the right goal for you and your business right now. Okay, so what what went wrong here? Like what would have what should that student have done differently? Cuz it seems correct, right? Like posting a question of of stating that you want to hire a PR agency seems like a natural good thing for many of my students, right? So what went wrong here? In the student's mind, they took the leap from I need more sales to I've got to hire a PR agency to help me with this without reverse engineering their goals first. The students skipped a few important key steps with one of the biggest ones being that they mistook the end results of hiring a PR person as the goal when truly that is just a tactic to hit their ultimate goal of increasing sales. Okay, so what's the difference between a goal and a tactic? It is pretty simple. So a goal is a quantifiable end result, like 
I want to increase my wholesale accounts by 150% in 2021, or increase my Shopify conversion rate from 2.5% to 4% by the end of Q2. Great. Those are wonderful goals. Now, the tactics are the tools that you use to hit the goal. If you want to increase your wholesale accounts, a tactic could be, I'll just say, <laughs> increasing your, in, or excuse me, enrolling in Retail Ready, or hiring a new broker, or updating your sell sheet. If you want to increase your conversion rate, your tactic might be implementing an abandoned cart automation, hiring a copywriter for your website, investing in nurturing paid campaigns for your product. Does that make sense? So in this case, you can see how hiring a PR agent would be a tactic to help you hit your goal of increasing sales. So of course, it feels like a major accomplishment when you hire that agency after your hours of research and interviews, and it seems like you're hitting a goal, but there's a subtle difference there, and I'm hoping you follow what I'm saying. Okay, again, that workbook's going to help you out here. So now that we are clear on tactics versus goals, I want to make sure that you are first setting the goal before you figure out the tactics. Now I'm gonna, I want to show you what that student could have done instead. So instead of leaping right to hiring a PR agency, we are going to use the process of reverse engineering our goals in order to hit them. Before I outline the steps, I'm going to take a quick break and I will be right back. If you love the Food Biz Whiz podcast, you've got to join me in Brand Camp, my free online workshop for food and beverage producers who are looking to increase your sales this year. We're going to cover topics like e-commerce versus brick and mortar sales, navigating a successful virtual buyer pitch, articulating your target audience, and a whole lot more. We start on Monday, January 11th, and we're going to spend 10 minutes a day together, Monday through Friday, getting you set up for a profitable 2021. Register for free at foodbizwiz.com or directly in the show notes. I can't wait to support you in brand camp. Okay, we are back and I'm going to teach you how to reverse engineer your goal. I know a lot of you are thinking about goals right now, and they're almost always tied to revenue. So let's use that sales goal as an example. The process of reverse engineering is just that. We start with a goal in mind, and then we outline how we are going to achieve it. I know it sounds simple and straightforward, but I've got to tell you, I I've, I saw hundreds of Retail Ready students set goals last year, and the ones who use this process are the ones who hit their goals. The ones who just set a goal, but who never worked on the how are the ones who felt overwhelmed, scattered, and like they were just winging it. I mean, I've done this. I, I told you I've done, I did this in my business for years. I set goals and then I didn't achieve them. And I wondered why. Turns out I didn't, I didn't outline the why and the how of those goals. Okay. So let's say your goal is to do $100,000 in revenue this year from your wholesale accounts. Totally doable in my opinion. And let's say that you are starting from scratch. You are starting at zero. You know you've been winging it so far in your business, and you don't have a strategy or a system for pitching to buyers and following up on sales leads or figuring out how to secure those first reorders. In short, you're at zero, and that's okay. Everyone starts 
at zero, right? Chobani at one point had zero wholesale accounts. Remember that everybody starts at zero. So we've got 12 months in a year and your goal is 100K. So naturally your first thought might be, okay, $100,000 divided by 12 months is $8,333 in sales per month to get to my 100K goal, right? But remember, you are starting from zero here. How would you get from $0 to $8,000 in four weeks, right? And you're in January, okay? So what if instead, so that I'll just say that feels hard to me, right? To go from zero to $8,000 if you're starting, starting right at the beginning. So what if instead we realized that we could grow our revenue month over month for the next 12 months in order to hit our goals? right? Does that feel more doable? It does to me. (laughs) So what if we broke it down by quarter instead? Does it feel more doable to say that you could sell $3,000 worth of product for each month in quarter one, then $6,000 of product each month in quarter two, then $10,000 of product each month in Q3, and then right as we come into holidays, $14,000 each month in Q4. I mean, it sure feels like a heck of a lot more doable than saying we're going to wake up on January 1st, put the pedal to the metal, and somehow grind out $8,000 in sales in one month. I think it's really important to think about the compound effect of our efforts and the realization that our business grows over time. We shouldn't expect to go from zero to 60 in four weeks, or I guess I should say zero to 8K in four weeks. Sure, it can happen. I've seen it happen, right? And then frankly, we would just readjust your annual goal, but it doesn't commonly happen like that. Okay. So now that we've set a more realistic path to path of growth to hit our 100K goal for the year, we outline the tactics that we're going to use to get us to that first hurdle $3,000 in sales every month for the next 90 days. So here's where the fun part comes in, because it is time to let your imagination run wild and brainstorm away. So if you are an entrepreneur, you probably like this part of the process just as much as I do. So it's really easy. Here are the steps that you're going to take. And again, remember, I've got this in the workbook for you. You set a timer for 10 minutes and you write down all of the ideas that you have that will get you closer to your goal. I like to do this part with pen and pe- pen and paper, just personally, but it's up to you. So then, when your 10 minutes are over, you walk away. You don't revisit that list until the next day. And then the next day, you set another 10 minutes on your timer, sit down, and you look at the list, adding more ideas that came to you over the past 24 hours. From there... This is where the magic happens. You take your list and you remind yourself of what your goal is. In this example, remember, we are trying to sell $3,000 a month for the next three months. You then ask yourself, what is the clearest path that I can take to get to this goal? Got it? Okay, let me repeat that. What is the clearest path that I can take to get to this goal? So from here, look at the brainstormed list of all the things that you could be doing. I know what's probably on that list. (laughs) Post to Instagram every day, do a giveaway, start running paid ads, 
update your website, get a new logo, update your sell sheet, get in five new wholesale accounts, get professional photography, run a sale. (laughs) I mean, the list goes on and on and on, right? So remember our theme here. This is just a list of tactics to help you achieve that goal. As business owners, we are constantly being pulled in a million directions and tempted by things that we can do to build our businesses. It feels like there is a new direction that you could go in every single day, right? This part of the reverse engineering process helps you stay keenly aware of the steps that you need to take to hit your goal. So you look at that long list and I want you to circle three things that you can commit to that are actually going to move you forward towards your goal. Three things. That's it. So being a successful business owner is much more about saying no to the things that distract you from your goals than it is to saying yes to all of the opportunities and possibilities that come your way. When you circle those three things on your list, you are saying yes to those things and only those things. And you are saying no to all of the other distractions. I want to be clear here that all of the other things that you say no to would potentially help you reach your goal. But we have limited bandwidth in our day. We have limited time and resources. And by choosing the three most important things that are going to help us make progress on our goals, we are able to focus and achieve results faster. Okay? So if, if you need help learning how to say no, I think we all could, could use some help there. And if you need help realizing why saying no is important, don't worry. I've got a past podcast episode for you on this very subject, and it is one of my favorites. I'm going to link it in the show notes for you guys as well. Okay. So how does it play out in this example? So let's keep going here. If the goal was to sell $3,000 worth of product for the next three months, I might look at my brainstorm list and conclude that the easiest, most clear path to getting those dollars, again, those dollars that I'm going to need to replicate over and over again and grow quarter over quarter would be to update my website to Shopify, pitch to five new wholesale accounts, and to run a quarterly sale. Great. Okay. Those are just the things that I choose. You might choose three things that are entirely different here. So once we have our three things circled, we're committed to them. We then dive further, writing out the steps that we are going to take on that project that will take us closer to our goals. When we sit down and write the list, I know you're going to see that it's actually quite long. So for example, if you are pitching to five new accounts, you would probably have a list that includes updating your sell sheet, crafting your phone pitch, creating your email sales templates, confirming your placement deal and intro offer, finalizing your case count, calculating your delivery or shipping fee, and a whole bunch more. That simple task of getting five new accounts no longer is easy, right? But let's be clear, it's worthwhile. It's going to get you closer to your goal. And you can see why I said you only have the bandwidth to pursue three of those things that you circled. All right, so let's wrap this up. We set big, ambitious goals at the beginning, and then we break it down into a manageable time frame and achievement, recognizing that we grow over time. We then brain dump all the things that are going to help us reach our goal, and we narrow that list down to three things that we're going to commit to do to help us move forward. 
then it's all about saying no to every shiny distraction that comes our way. Letting the opportunity to do an Instagram giveaway pass us by, knowing that it's not 100% aligned with our specific business goals right now. Saying no to that virtual coffee date with a colleague because you know your schedule is already tight. Or passing on the invite to sit in on an online panel, knowing that it's not helping you hit that big goal of yours. Got it? Okay, so that, my whizzes, is the process of reverse engineering your goals. Don't forget, like I said, I've got an awesome downloadable, editable workbook that walks you through this process. If you're someone who has a million ideas and knows that you have a million dollar business, you are going to love this goal setting exercise. And I can't wait to see how it helps with your planning and to see what results you get as, as a result of this. So thank you guys, as always, for tuning into today's show. Let's kick off 2021 on a high note, and I bet you know just how to do it with my support through Brandcamp, my free five-day online workshop. It's going to help you get set up for set up for success in growing your wholesale accounts this year. So if you are listening to the show before January 11th, 2021, Come and join us in Brandcamp. You can find the find the free enrollment at foodbizwiz.com or directly in today's show notes. I'm going to see you there. And until then, stay busy. Thank you for listening to Food Biz Wiz, the podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe so you never miss a beat. Hungry for more? Check out www.foodbizwiz.com. That's food, B-I-Z-W-I-Z.com for detailed show notes from all episodes. Thanks again for tuning in and stay busy.